Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, and I'm again joined by Tammy Cuthbert-Garcia. Tammy, in our last episode, we were talking all things learning and bettering yourself to increase your quality of life, and I'd really like to delve into that in this episode. Now, you actually have your own podcast, Naturally Inspired Podcast, First of all, can you tell us a little bit about the podcast? Sure. So as I mentioned in the first episode, I started the podcast as a way to deliver information to people who were looking for ways to to feel better. Um, Actually, my tagline is I'm here to help people feel good so they can do what they love for longer, (laughs) because that's the goal, right? Who wants to live longer if you don't feel good? Um, So that's really what I set out to do. I was exposing things like acupuncture and chiropractic care and things like biofeedback and PDTR, which is like a kind of emotional based healing, you know, we carry trauma in our muscles. um, And that's not widely known, you know, we can carry stress and and trauma that we've experienced in our life and in the physical. So those were types of things I was exploring. And then of course, you know, the virus hit. And so there was a need in the marketplace to address that kind of um, information as well, which I've had the absolute pleasure to interview some of the top leading scientists in virology and biology and medical doctors and filmmakers and authors. And I have just had a wonderful experience over the last two years, learning all that I can um, about our health and what, what true health is and how it's cultivated. So it's a great thing. In addition to that, I do a daily show where I outline different news articles that maybe aren't getting the kind of spotlight that they need things about health that you may not know about recently in the U S one state here in the United States just passed a new bill that will dramatically change things surrounding mental illness and insurance. So I, I bring those types of stories to the forefront and people's stories as well with their own personal experiences, just to spread that information because it just didn't feel like it was getting out there enough. So that's naturally inspired daily. And that goes out through the week as well. And then we do two podcasts a week with professionals and experts. So we can kind of get our questions answered too. So it's been a wonderful journey. I definitely love what I do. um, And I love knowing that I can spread this information all around the world. And thank you for doing that. That's an amazing service to the world. Now, off air before we started recording, we were talking about how the earth has 
a natural source for everything that we use these days. And I know you mentioned in the last episode, a pill for every ill. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people realize that the idea of how to make that medication actually is inspired by nature. So can you talk a little bit more with the listeners about sourcing the non-synthetic medications and really using the earth to live rather than exist? Oh, I love the way you put that. That that is that's a beautiful way to put that. Um, well, I think to understand where we are today with the belief system to reach for a synthetic medication to to heal or to quiet symptoms, because it doesn't really heal anything. It quiets symptoms. Um, we have to understand a little bit of our history. And if you go back to the beginning of pharmaceutical care before pharmaceutical care, we had things like tonics and we had um, homeopathy and we had native American traditions that were involved herbs and things from the earth. We had medicinal mushrooms. We had all these practices that were, you know, just budding. They really, this is a hundred years ago, right? More than a hundred years ago. Now they were just budding and just starting to kind of find their stride. We had some homeopathic schools. We had, you know, practitioners that were starting to understand things better and share their information. And then we had the invention of petrochemicals and, you know, that came from the Rockefellers. They invented petrochemicals, which was a system delivery mechanism essentially to put our plants that were made in nature, unpatentable, anything that, you know, occurs naturally in nature, you cannot patent. But if you take something from nature and you turn it into a synthetic form, in through petrochemicals and whatnot, um, you can all of a sudden patent it. And that is where our pharmaceutical industry came about. And as that industry boomed, what happened was with the invention of antibiotics was huge. And it was a saving grace for humanity and definitely has healed, you know, many people, but it did something else. It conditioned people to think that you could take a pill and get an immediate result, right? You could heal. So you took antibiotics and your wound, your infection went away. And so that was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. Right. And for acute medicine, it is amazing. You know, if you break your arm, you can set it and it will heal better. You know, so for emergency medicine or acute injury, this style of thinking, when it comes around healthcare is perfect. Like this, is the way it should be. Absolutely. However, what the pharmaceutical company aimed to do is to treat chronic illness in the same way. The problem with that is that chronic illness doesn't occur in an instant. It isn't caused by an injury. It isn't caused by an infection. It is caused um, by, by specific habits over time that have, have resulted in a breakdown of chronic disease, but nonetheless, um, the pharmaceutical company continued to pursue this as a way to cure or to heal. And so the belief because of the antibiotics and whatnot, the public grasped onto that and thought, okay, great. So I can take a pill for this backache 
right? And it's going to cure my backache. Well, no, the pill actually only took away the symptom, which was the pain in your back. And unfortunately with that model, the healing never occurs. And you, cause while you're doing is silencing the signal that your body's producing to let you know something needs to change. And, um, so healing doesn't occur. And usually what happens is it gets worse or it goes somewhere else. Right. So something else will pop up on top of that. Then we get into things like polypharmacy as well, which polypharmacy is when people take pills for the side effect that their first pill is causing, and they're not quite putting that together. But um, anywho, this is how this kind of progressed into what we see today, whereas we feel that nothing we do can really heal, help facilitate healing. We need pills and we need surgeries and experts to guide us and give us what we need to heal. And that simply isn't how the human body works. We can most definitely curate health and we can facilitate health when we give it what it needs. And we take away toxins from our diets and from, from our lifestyles, then we, the body works through and begins to heal. And so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the understanding I have of how we got to this point of using pharmaceuticals. And so we've forgotten that the very basis of pharmaceuticals came from the plants, right? It all came from nature in the first place. So people are always so surprised when I tell them things like, you know, willow bark is actually aspirin. No, Yes, it is. <laughs> These types of things, they, you know, it, it's, 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 they're great conversation starters because we've become so far removed from nature and from being stewards of this planet, right? Using responsibly what it has to offer, offer us while curating it and taking care of it and loving it, living in harmony with the planet, using what it has to offer and giving back, right? By working the land, by, by um, not just taking, but there's a give and take. And one of my, uh, you know, I just think she's so amazing is Vandana Shiva. She has written a book about farming and in India, and uh, it's a fantastic book. And it really does explain how the karma, if you will, of the of the world is off when we aren't in this give take relationship, when we rely, you know, with the human human body and the planet, if you're not in relationship in balance with, with it in a relationship, that's it's off, right? Our bodies are off. We are meant to, to be with the earth, live with it. And um, we've gotten so far removed by not even understanding that these medications we take actually started in nature and they've been corrupted of sorts, I guess, if that's the right word. Does that, does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. And yes, that is the perfect word. So when someone goes to a mainstream physician, be it a doctor, a specialist, even a naturopath, a mainstream naturopath, and they're issued with medications or supplements that they've never even heard before, can't say the name of it's not a tree they've never heard of it in the garden so what should they be asking other than what side effects will this give me and what will you give me for the side effects what else should they be asking 
Well, I always say there's two questions that I would ask if someone's offering me medication or, um, you know, supplements that I'm not familiar with, or, or even if I am familiar with one is what will happen if I don't take this, right? That's good to know because we need to know what we're dealing with. And, uh, you know, sometimes fear can be a great motivator, especially in a doctor's office when they only have 10 minutes or seven minutes to discuss this issue with you. So that's, that's a good question to ask. What will happen if I don't take this? Um, the next question is what's my exit plan, right? How, what, what, what's, what's the exit plan off this? Because if I go on this medication, I could find myself in a long-term relationship with it, which may lead me to what I mentioned before, polypharmacy, which is, you know, I don't think that sounds good to anybody. Um, so many people now, when they get to be of an older age, they're on so many medications. Um, it's really hard to see where their actual signals, their symptoms from their body, the signals, I call them signals. Cause you know, this, this is what they are, right? A fever, a, uh, diarrhea, throwing up uh, aches, pains. These are, this, these are signals. Our body is giving to us to alert us, even a tumor. This is a signal. Everything our body does is there to, for our survival. This is a survival mechanism. We should think, okay, I've got a fever. Yes. My body's working. I've got congestion. Yes. My body's working now. What, what can I do to facilitate healing? Okay. Instead we've been programmed when we feel a symptom to, to feel fear and to shut it off. And we have to kind of shift our thinking when it comes to that. So yes, we need to know what will happen if I don't take this, but we also need to know what's my exit strategy here. How, how am I getting off this medication? Um, and if I'm not getting off of it, what might this lead to? Does this lead to more medication? And if so, what does those, what do those side effects look like? Do I have any other options? That's what I would say. So those are my two questions that I always want people to ask when they're going in to see their uh, medical practitioner. I think it's very important. Agreed. And listeners, just remember for every synthetic thing that you put in your mouth, whether it be for a medication, whether it be a food, like it's going to have some side effects. It's not of the earth. We as humans evolved to live of the earth and all indigenous populations around our world will tell you that you must live of the earth. And that doesn't mean just living, taking from the earth, but living, giving to the earth because, you know, you can imagine driving your car and you never service it. You never change mm -hmm. the oil or the filters you just keep expecting it to give to you without you giving to it. You are going to end up on the side of the road in the rain or the hail or the beating sun at some point in time if you don't service that car. So why are you not servicing the earth? 
Yes, that's so true. I interviewed um, Mickey Willis. He's a filmmaker. He recently had one of the most downloadable uh, documentaries ever made. It was called Plandemic. And uh, he said something really profound in one of the interviews. I've interviewed him a couple of times, but he said that he spent some time in a Native American uh, reservation. And the biggest thing he took away from there was when one of the elders, um, he said, thank you for having me here. I'm so like, I feel so honored to be here. I'm learning so much. And the elder said, no, you're not learning anything. You're remembering. You're remembering who you are. And I thought that was so profound because our bodies know, but we've been trained and conditioned not to trust them. And our bodies are talking to us every day. And we, we just have to learn how to listen and act on, on what it's telling us and trust and trust as well. That's a real well moment for us to end this episode on. Tammy, people can find you at Facebook at Tammy Garcia, on Instagram, Tammy Cuthbert Garcia. You also have your own podcast on YouTube and on all podcast platforms. It's Naturally Inspired Podcast. Wow, it's been great talking to you. And I really think we'll probably have to chat again because this is a message that the people out there really, really need to hear. And that is that you can be naturally inspired and you can create a magical life. And it doesn't come from synthetic, chemical-driven, toxic foods, medications and lifestyles. Yes, I could not agree more. And thank you so much, Magic, for having me on your beautiful podcast. I can't wait to dive in and listen to some more episodes. This was a wonderful time. Thank you very much. And listeners, thank you so much for your time. We really, really do appreciate it. So if you are over in the US, definitely look Tammy up. If you're here in Australia, of course, come to holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's holistic with a W. We're in this together. We really are. I know that's a phrase that, my goodness, for the past two years has been rammed down our throats. But let's do it without toxicity. Let's do it without chemical repercussions, synthetic repercussions. And let's go forth and create your magical life. Yes, well said. Now, in episode 145, we have David Pasqualoni talking about how to live a remarkable life. So for now, listeners, thank you for your time. As I said, go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.